Hello everyone, my name is Sophie Taylor-Stewart and welcome to The Discourse Table, the podcast where we put words and subjects on a figurative table and talk about them for a little while. Hello everybody, I have a very special guest with me today, I have Lucy with me, say hi Lucy. Hello. Hi. (laughs) And today we're going to be talking about strength. Um, As I feel that's something that me and you, Lucy, have have a very mutual connection on, isn't it? Um, Like the Mm -hmm. strength world. I'd say so, yeah. Amazing. So um, what I like to do at the start of every um, Discourse Table podcast, I like to look up the definition of the subject we're talking about and where that word comes from and just read this out from the Google Dictionary and then we can just have a little chit chat about it. So um, strength um, in the Google Dictionary, um, there are several, um, there are lots and lots of definitions for this. So I'll cycle through the main ones. So the first is the quality or state of being physically strong. Um, the influence or power possessed by a person, organisation or country, the degree of intensity of a feeling or belief, the extent to which an argument or case is sound or convincing, the, the potency, intensity or speed of a force or natural agency, the capacity of an object or substance to withstand great force or pressure, um, the potency or degree of concentration of a drug, chemical or drink, a good or beneficial quality or attribute of a person or thing and the number of people comprising a group, typically a team or army. And then the origin of the word strength comes from the Germanic word strong and then an old English word strengthu. So that comes from the Germanic base of strong and then strength is almost like another little branch because strong is like the main word isn't it and then strength is almost like this little descriptive word on the side so I think that's where that is coming from with that so yeah that's a lot of definitions isn't it (laughs) (laughs) that is a lot of definitions I don't quite know if we have to cover all of those but we'll see how we do (laughs) I mean like you know it's just to give a general um description as to the kinds of things we could possibly talk about but I mean it's very I often forget how much of a broad word it is if that makes sense and how how it can describe many different things like my mind jumps straight to physical strength a lot of the time because that's something I practice but in actual fact it can be so much more than that do you know what I mean so I mean what does strength mean to you yeah I'd say initially just like you the thought of yeah being it's a physical side it's something which has comes from yeah a lot to do with your body so Mm. um so I suppose with the the areas that I'm interested in life I mean physically moving my body every day is something which I'm really passionate about so yeah for me it's it's almost it's complete embodiment of the self um when I think of strength because it's you're the you're the person in control you're the person who's moving your muscles and training them and focusing on what exactly you want to do with these muscles um and so it's um yeah it's very well it's completely relevant to everyday living for me yeah and how I move my body is really important so I'll just say a little bit about myself so I'm I suppose my passion is fitness. I've recently started working as a personal trainer, which is quite exciting for me. Thank you very much. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, <laughs> no, it's been an interesting journey, but I've since the beginning of lockdown, I, I literally got my qualification just as the lockdown happened. And so it's actually been a really good opportunity for me to be able to play around with different ideas, explore um, yeah, different movements, do a bit of research. And um, so, yeah, I've, started training people now and yeah it's I suppose for me it's the beginning of a strength journey of um yeah helping other people get stronger and also within myself yeah it's a constant journey the physical strength oh absolutely yeah I mean it for me it's it has fluctuated I mean if we're going to talk about the strength journey for me started with just the need to 
put on mass because I was really severely thin at one point. Um, and that was due to a lot of um, anxiety in my life. My diet wasn't right. And I wasn't trying to be thin. If anything, I wanted to be the opposite, you know, because um, there was a lot of teasing in the aspect of, oh, you're really bony, you're really skinny, that sort of thing. And I got in touch with a with a personal trainer who I had been recommended to by a friend because uh, as I have sort of been dipping in and out of the world of personal training because obviously like you know Ben's my partner he's a personal trainer um so I've, I've got this little inside view of it now I realize a lot of it is word of mouth and recommendations from other people mm-hmm. like, oh this person helped me and yeah um shout out to Vince has a party my first ever PT and he basically introduced me to volume and hit training and then I went from that to going to the gym with my friend Ash who then introduced me to powerlifting so he was like right you've done all the quick fast things now let's do the slow heavy things and then from powerlifting I then found calisthenics so it's really fluctuated in in the way that I've treated my body and like you say like the ways in which you move and control that movement Mm -hmm. they're all very different practices but they've all led me down this path to where I am now and the strength that I hold in my body now I mean how did you first start because um obviously you're you're a PT very recently but you've been training lots before that right because I mean you know I met you maybe last year and I remember like seeing how strong you were and I was like oh my god this is amazing (laughs) (laughs) I'm in love with her (laughs) so how did you start oh my god (laughs) it was meant to be (laughs) but like how did how did you begin that how did you start what was your motivation well I'd say I've always been into fitness well I suppose from a young age at school I was quite heavily involved in like all the team sports so hockey netball swimming tennis I think I was in pretty much every team I mean it was quite a sporty school so we were encouraged to do those things um and so I've always been fairly active and I think I think I started doing kickboxing about um sixth form age and so that's something I've dipped in and out of over the years so that's just the you know the power punches and that sort of physical side of the strength where you just have to you know put your all into it with with the movements and things um and then I've just I suppose as part of my just being a generally healthy person I've just always kept moving it's just a natural thing for me um and then I think it was about just over two and a half years ago I started uh, joined a kickboxing club which I was really getting into and then through that I had a personal trainer and we started doing yeah heavier weight lifting and then that was when I was like I love this. It's brilliant. I really felt that it, I was feeling, it gave me a lot of confidence and it was starting to change my body shape. So sort of thinking of the body shape thing, because um, you mentioned you felt like you were too skinny and you needed to you know, bulk out and things. Yes. And that, that was, I thought that was an interesting point because often it's the other way around, isn't it? People think, yeah. oh, you know, I've got to be skinny. So therefore I'm going to exercise. That's actually, it. It's like, well, no, there's, there's an, another way of, it being in your body where you actually you want the definition you want some substance to you you want a bit of meat on you and you don't want to be completely skinny and look look like you can't lift anything yeah I mean you know a lot of people used to tell me that I was so lucky oh my god you're so lucky that you're so skinny and I used to I used to hate that in a way and it's almost like they they were like being envious of something that I was really self-conscious about and you know I used to have next to no energy I couldn't run up a flight of stairs without wanting to like throw up because I mean I used to be a I used to be a smoker as well I was a smoker for 13 years on like 20 Mm. to 30 a day quit last year and that has well made it, well thank you <laughs> that, um I mean like the one every once in a while you know if I have a few drinks and whatnot mm-hmm. but um I have I noticed um a huge difference in like my cardiovascular capacity just with that in the past 12 months anyway but it, it was more just like I don't know like when I was really really thin I'd have to like like now I don't know I could just keep going and going and going for days I've, I've got that energy I've got that capacity and my body is I suppose 
a lot more capable now and that and that to me is the most appealing thing I want to be capable of everything yeah it's having that energy isn't it yeah and and for me as well like the the shape of my body has never really been something that I have um I mean it was it was the the jumping off point it was like the I want I want to put on mass because I know I'm not healthy I know I'm severely underweight and I know that I need to get to this healthy point where I'm looking after my body and then it stopped being about that and it started being about I want to lift a heavier weight I want to run an extra 20 seconds I want to I want to get I want to get more meters on the rowing machine within this amount of time Mm. and that competitive streak in me got inflated and now it's all about learning these skills like I want to be able to hold a handstand for this long I want to be able to do back levers I want to be able to do a muscle up I want to I want to be able to do this and you know as soon as I stopped concentrating on trying to make my body look a certain way all of a sudden the shape just started to come because I was I was I was throwing myself into learning these skills and getting one more kilo on the bar or getting one more inch across the floor or whatever it was I was doing and all of a sudden I started getting these curves and I was like what how (laughs) does that work right because we are I mean I know I'm going off on a bit of a tangent here but I mean you tell me right because I feel like the more muscular I'm becoming the more feminine I feel in like how my because like people are like oh I don't want to do weights it'll make me look like a man I'm like you've got a female body the only thing you can put on is more female body right that is yeah I mean try actually trying if you really do want to increase your muscle and like really get big muscle it's not easy it's not like just <laughs> lifting a couple of weights it's not gonna happen so I've found for me it was almost the opposite I was I wouldn't say I was overweight but I've I've always had, you know, a good chub around the middle and, you know, quite, you know, flabby arms and I wouldn't, yeah, not fat, but um, just, yeah, a bit of extra chub to me, I suppose. And I, I suppose throughout the years, I've always been conscious, you know, not necessarily desperately trying to lose weight, just, you know, keeping my body, you know, just about at a level I was comfortable with. But then the point was, I wasn't actually comfortable with myself. And it's only been in the last two years that I feel... I've landed like I'm here in my body now and I'm comfortable like I feel comfortable in my clothes which I never felt before oh that's and it's, amazing and it's hard to say exactly why but I think it's just my I think partly due to the lifting the weights my body's just it's just happy now it's it's found its natural curves it's you know it's I've got more definition in my arms and I just feel I just feel amazing and it's just it's so liberating to actually feel like oh I'm comfortable in my body for once in my life yeah and that was I mean it's never been body image has never been a huge thing for me but now I do feel comfortable in my body it's it's amazing and I mean, people you know I do I do exercise quite a few times a week and some friends are like you know I think they sort of think you know I'm doing it to lose weight or to to um you know, I think they think my focus is on my body image, but it's completely not. It's that that's just been a consequence of the work, the work and the yeah. training I've been doing. But I just I do it because I love it. I do it because it's I suppose I'm obsessed. Is it's like what I think about it becomes <laughs> addictive, doesn't it? It becomes like you know, I mean, when lockdown first started, let me tell you, I was on this absolute tunnel vision mission. I was like, I'm going to perfect my handstands and get a back lever during this lockdown and when I tell you that I drilled those two exercises every day every day and I crashed like four weeks in I was doing seven days of exercise with like no rest days like I would I would say I'm gonna have a rest day today and then I'd look at my pull-up mate or I'd look at my parallettes and I'd go on my little like p-bar things and I'd be like oh I'll just do like half an hour of handstands in the garden and like three hours later and I'm coming in and like my wrists are hurting because <laughs> yeah. I've been like doing loads of stuff and my mum will be like I thought you're having a rest day I know like, because I want this and I feel like sometimes you have to be so disciplined with yourself in in terms of knowing mm-hmm. when it's like a, a healthy routine and you're treating your body right and, you, and you're in the right rhythm of exercise and then over overshooting that and 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 then falling into that addictiveness and perhaps that comes from i mean i don't know i'm not a I'm, I'm not a scientist not in any way so don't quote me but we know that 
um, there are lots of lovely hormones and stuff that gets released when we exercise and uh, endorphins, I think, is that the right word? I mean, like, you know, you're the PT. Yeah, there's a, there's hormones, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and I think that may contribute to it, but it's also, I mean, seeing the progress you know like mm. oh I couldn't do that two weeks ago or oh I feel like I've my biceps gotten a bit bigger oh, I feel great and is it the psychological loop then that we put on ourselves of I like being strong I like what it's doing to me and I want to do it again and then like yeah it it's, it's that challenge isn't it it's a uh, yeah you've seen something you've you think you might be able to do, you give it a try, you can't quite make it. And it's like, I just need to keep on trying to, you know, get stronger in that area, build up those muscles, and then I'll be able to do that thing. And that's the beauty of it. It's like, it's never ending. It's like a never ending journey of just getting stronger. And, it, and then if it's not the strength, it's the movement or the mobility or, um, yeah, the capacity to do it in another place or in another, you know, in another, another way or, and it's, it's so exciting that it's just it's just a lifelong journey. And I was so glad at the lockdown. I thought my hobby, the thing I love, I've got it here. Like I've got my body. Yeah. I don't have to go and you know I'm not missing out on things that I, I can't do elsewhere. I can just I've got my body. I've got a little bit of equipment. I've got some space, and and that's all I needed. And I was just like, this is you know so grateful that I I didn't have to have anything. I could just you know play around with movement and use that on a daily basis to keep myself sane. <laughs> absolutely and you know what running off that you've literally just like read my mind for me as well not only is it a physical thing so like I'm looking after my body and my body feels awesome and I mean don't get me wrong sometimes my body feels achy as hell and I'm like what have I done <laughs> but my, my body in general feels great it's it's and the I feel like the only way you can understand is if you have experienced it but it's a good ache you're like oh mm -hmm. this is good that I'm in a little bit of pain but it's not just how it makes my body feel. It's also therapy for me. You know, yeah, it's, it is a yeah. way of, like you just said, keeping yourself sane. For me, you know, I have um, quite a lot of, well, I guess I still do, you never get rid of it, uh, a lot of anxiety and a lot of anger issues, right? And I found that just going into a gym sticking my headphones in and being like mm -hmm. I'm going and nothing else matters apart from picking this weight up off the floor deadlift day was brilliant for like you know I'm gonna kind of hold all my little angry things I've been angry about all week and then I'm just gonna yeet this off the floor yeah. I mean no not that because obviously you, you, you'd like prep but you know you, you could channel everything yeah, you channel that energy you channel that yeah. um in a sort of uh, not necessarily aggression but that that inner I don't know strength I suppose you're trying to yeah. you have that to just to go right I'm focused on this moment and I'm going to you know nothing else matters it's like you're so in the zone as they say or and I, I find for me it's that that feeling of being in the flow of this is the thing I love I'm not worrying about anything I'm just doing it and I, yeah I just I find it's it's such a um yeah it's a stress relief um, and for me in my situation because I home educate my kids I mean I know everybody has been at the moment but I've been doing it sort of the last six years oh, and so congratulations <laughs> like that, that that's an awesome achievement like you know to be educating your children yourself oh so, yeah like, well, done, well yeah. I know it has its ups and downs but for me it sort of get to the end of the day and it's like now I can go and do my thing I can go and you know I'm not worried about what the kids are doing I can just go and focus on you know relieving the any kind of stress I might have had during the day and it's you know I'm just doing my thing for me and that's been yeah incredible for me it's, it's just kept every, you know everything if, if mum's happy then the kids generally you know benefit from that yeah and I mean do your have your kids um benefited in a way of like you know like seeing seeing mum look after her body and like be really physically healthy and then do they now have an interest in like well being the strongest <laughs> mum and like that sort of thing yeah or... I mean my son has been doing the kickboxing um and they've he has said he wants to start doing pull-ups which is which is a good thing but I, I think in some ways I don't know the age they're at but I think they're, they're the flip side at the moment they're like oh mum's exercising again like oh I'm just gonna sit on the sofa and grunt at her but <laughs> But I'm hoping in the long run, 
having yeah seen me just being active all the time that yeah when they get to the age when they really sort of start thinking about looking after themselves then I think it I think it will be natural for them what yeah whatever kind of exercise they do I'm yeah. sure I'll just be used to, like I don't sit down <laughs> I don't sit down very much so I think they'll probably be the same just you know go off busy and yeah um yeah okay I mean I think that's I mean kids anyway um from from just the like you know my my friends children and and like you know like kids that I've met along like my life journey kids are strong oh yeah they're like stupidly stupidly (laughs) strong we spend like weeks trying to get these pull-ups and they'll just kind of hoik themselves up yeah like monkey bars no worries mate when I'm trying to do them I'm like oh lord and I always it's this really like weird thing in my head I'm just like oh well if a kid can do it then I should be able to do it but that's such a I don't know like for me I don't know if that's backwards way of thinking because like who am I to assume that just because I'm an adult that I should be better at something than 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 a child yeah and you know that, that I should be stronger and that I should be this and that I should be that when in actual fact you know you look at these I mean the amount of um times I've worked in a warehouse for example and uh, they, they take you through the health and safety video and then and there's one about how you properly pick up stuff and yeah there is always a video of a, of a toddler like a two or three year old picking up a box and like doing it properly like you know squatting down and using the legs and keeping the back straight and lifting up and they say oh when do we lose this because these kids know exactly how to move their body I and mean, that is why that I think that is why they're so strong because they haven't been molded yet in any particular way that we have they've like they've still got this natural posture that helps their bodies yeah, to move I mean, in such awesome ways you know a squat position is I mean from our culture it's not a natural position but if, I don't know like you look in Asian culture they'll they'll be in their squat position all the time and it's completely natural yeah position to be in like down on your knees close to the floor you, it's your own seat really and yeah, and that's what children are doing, aren't they? They spend a lot of the time on their knees or squatting down. Mm. And so, I mean, I'm I'm always going about the squat. Squat is one of my favourite movements, and <laughs> I'm always like, come on, like, let's get low and squat. You know, it's something nice about just sitting in that position and like rocking side to side. And it, yeah, it's yeah, brilliant, brilliant point there. That yeah, children they just naturally they have that sort of concept of moving their body and putting it in in the the right position for it to be in. I suppose. Yeah, and. I wonder if, you know, if we weren't in, like, such a, I mean, like, I don't know how exactly to articulate this, but, you know, like a corporate society of, like, sitting at desks and sitting mm. in a car because all of these movements, I mean, you know, when I first went to um, get physio um, on myself when I was doing a lot of exercise, I ended up trapping a nerve in my back, um, just deadlift posture gone wrong you know general stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> and um that I, I went to see an osteopath and they and they said you sit at a desk for a living don't you and I was like yeah and they said your hip flexors are so tight and so mm-hmm. short and I wonder and like you know obviously um our our daily lives can affect our bodies in such a way but I wonder that if we weren't in maybe such a corporate world if we were like cavemen running wild doing all the natural stuff would we all be in general I mean obviously there'd be certain genetic peaks and dips but would we all be just as strong as each other or yeah that's an interesting thought isn't it do you know what I mean because that there, yeah. there would be no differences in like you know I have trouble with um like say for example when whenever I squat or deadlift I tend to do it sumo so my feet are always pointing mm-hmm. outwards and my legs are wide so if you ask me to go ass to grass I can do it in sumo position but a cannonball squat with my knees together I can't even get past parallel with that because I've trained yeah. my body in that way and like I've conditioned it in that way and whether it's a genetic thing whether it's yeah. a genetic whether you have this certain bits of your body that just will not go in that position yeah and I do think I do sometimes think in terms of like gaining muscle and because there are different body types aren't there mm. and I think some people naturally just will be able to build certain muscles like for example i've got the biggest calves you've probably ever seen in your life oh my and, god <laughs> no i'm so jealous I've never, I've never specifically worked on my calves it's just 
I don't know if it's been quite short having to like go on my tiptoes to kiss anybody or I don't know what it is but they're huge and like so many people are you know jealous of my calves and I'm like I, I I'm think jealous of them and I can't even see them right now <laughs> my dad has got quite big calves so I think you know that's just a genetic thing but in terms of like where you where your muscles bulk out and um yeah how how physically strong you can be I mean I I know there are the the different muscle within the muscle there's the the different kinds of um I'm going to forget all my technical stuff here but there are different muscle types and some people have more of one than the other and you know some of them are able to have be better with endurance whereas other people are better with like the heavy lifting that's so I suppose, me. Got no I suppose everybody, you know, not if we all were doing these more animalistic movements on a day-to-day basis, I suppose that there would be people who would be naturally stronger and then other people who may be faster or, you know, there, I mean, everyone, every, everybody's different. So I suppose just that going back to what you were saying, yeah, we, we probably would all still have different levels of strength it's just, just from our genetics. It's just crazy. Like, I can't... I mean, like, you look at how many... You look in, like, I don't know, like, you walk into a gym, right, and you have all these people that are in there to somehow influence their body in, in whatever way, right? And you and you see so many different body types and body shapes and, and, and so many people that are doing different kinds of exercises for different kinds of reasons. And what always baffles me is... I can manipulate my body now in any way that I want to. Like if I wanted to all of a sudden go, you know what? Um, I don't want to bulk out anymore. I want to really lean down and I want to just be nothing but like muscle mass. I want a low body fat percentage. I can manipulate that, right? I, I can choose certain exercises that I know will help me. I can affect, I can affect my nutrition because that's like the whole other like chunk, isn't it? It's not yeah. just about the exercise. And I can manipulate these little factors in my life there is so much control that we have over how we can help our own bodies achieve the things that we want them to achieve. But at the same time, sometimes it feels like it is a losing battle. Like I know that it, I've only really just come to the realization now of if I, if I hit failure, I'm saying it in air quotes, mm-hmm. if I hit failure, that just means that's another goal for me to reach, right? It's not that I failed. It's not that I can't do it. It's that I can't do it right now, like in yeah. this present moment in time. And so many people are like, oh, I can't lose weight. I've tried to lose weight. I can't lose weight. Or I can't lift this and I've tried. And it's like, you couldn't at that point. But maybe that's just because, you know, you they might be going about it like the 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 wrong kind of way or they're eating the wrong kind of stuff or they're not doing things for long enough and Mm -hmm. it's just it's crazy to me how I mean especially with the knowledge you have now as a PT and how you can now help people achieve these goals that perhaps they are stuck with that is such an amazing gift to have now uh, like I find Uh, yeah I mean I suppose it's something I've, I've become passionate about because well, I've, I've just, I found the things that work for me. There's, you know, things have clicked. Um, and that's, as I found the key that it works for me. It wouldn't necessarily do it for everybody, but I suppose just the little bits of things I picked up along the way. It's, it's consistency. It's, it's doing something you love and enjoy and making it part of your everyday life. And, and so it's not, it's not a chore of, oh, right, now I've got to go and do my exercise. And yeah, if it can become like a natural, just part of, who you are and what you do then I mean I know I know making habits is is not easy and you know making these life changes is difficult but it's just little steps you know every day just making a tiny little change like for one example every time I go to the toilet in the house I always run upstairs and go to the upstairs toilet and now that's just you know that's a little bit of extra exercise that I've tap into my daily routine just oh, so you've done that like on purpose so you so you're yeah. like climbing the stairs every yeah, time so I'm climbing the stairs get my heart rate up a little bit more and then go to the upstairs toilet for example but oh. um yeah every day it's it's making it just part of your daily routine I suppose and then having the consistency just to keep on um just going with it and that that can that can help with um just building up the good habits that make it part of yeah who you are and I was thinking also back to your point about um, how you can train your body to do different things. Well, for me, that's, I suppose that's a, I don't know, 
like a yoga concept but it's about really embodying your body and um being within yourself and knowing how your body moves and really you know mentally connecting with your body so it's that uh, like muscle memory and mind to muscle connection so if you mm. can concentrate your mind on what it is you're trying to strengthen or which part of the body you're moving it just I don't know things just become more natural and, and you you know when your posture is not right and you know when things aren't quite aligned and that's like that's massively important but it's it's not like you you have this body and you're on the outside trying to make it do these things and you know tweak it and it's it's like you are the body and so you have it's a sort of a real mental connection that you need to make with your body and that's that's also part of the journey like if you if you if you don't have that connection then everything becomes you know you're just disconnected you're not using your mind to live in your body you're it's the you know where i'm going with this it's completely it's a different kind of that you need to you need to learn to breathe i suppose breathe in your body and yeah. use that as the, the focal point the starter of then kind of getting stronger through um yeah mentally connecting yeah no i i know I, I, I totally get where you're coming from absolutely it's not like and it's, and yoga that's i think that's the so one of the things i really enjoy is the yoga and that is because it's the mental connection with the body it's learning how to, you know focusing on the breathing and being in the body and that that is as, as part of my training that's another bit that we could probably talk about but yeah yoga is is a really good um yeah point starting point maybe for people to connect with the, the mind body and um, thing I mean yoga's hard <laughs> I've, I've only dipped my toe in the water a tiny little bit with yoga I, I I know a few yoga poses I've been to a few yoga classes and like you said I think one of my favorite parts is learning to move with breath and all of a mm. sudden it feels very primal for me I don't know why it's almost yeah. like I'm getting in touch with my with my inner animal like my my inner workings like okay in and then out and you're just like yeah and like (laughs) moving with that breath and like i've heard of this particular style of yoga called um budokan and apparently that's a bit more like you know breath movement primal stuff and i absolutely live for it and like you say it's almost like you you go internal like if, if 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 even someone just talks about um tensing the core or whatever as soon as i hear them go oh yeah like hollow body my abs start to contract it's almost like <laughs> i've i've trained that my muscle connection so much and everyone's like oh yeah you can really feel it in your bicep and i'll like squeeze my bicep and i'll be like right okay yeah. but whereas before i couldn't individually pick those muscles out internally mm-hmm. I, could, I couldn't feel where they were it was almost just like a, everything is just working in this big train of like of strength whereas now I can pick the carriages up and be like mm-hmm. where is this coming from which one's got the broken wheel I don't know like you know and and having that knowledge and having that internal realization of self I guess has yeah. been so beneficial to like my own strength journey and I know loads of people who practice um yoga alongside other like strength practices as well and like they say that um you know the the mobility that it gives them then in turn helps with like the strength in that particular part you know because um some of some of the yoga practitioners I know the mobility that they have is crazy like crazy strong and you know it's it's something that I feel takes such a long time. And, and and this is the thing as well. I mean, I know I'm going off on one a bit, but I used to think that something would either happen right away or within a short space of time. And now I am, I like to be humbled and I like to think, Oh yeah, that's going to take me a good, like six months. <laughs> like this is going to be a journey. And there, there are lots of people that are looking for quick fixes Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. just, it's just not possible. Is no, it? I mean, I, oh, I mean, I'm sort of similar to you, like I've dabbled in a bit of yoga and now I've, yeah, just started on this calisthenics journey and like, Oh, it makes you realize you just don't know anything. And there's so much 
<laughs> like I've got, it's almost like I feel like I don't know anything. It's, you know, it's just starting from scratch. How the heck am I going to be ever, ever be able to do a, a, I don't know, plant or a flat human flag or, you know, it's, so many people can do it. But for me to get to that stage, to be able to pick my whole body weight up and just, you know, hang on a bar sideways. I mean, wow, <laughs> not many people can do that. And it's, and it, yeah, it's, it's just, and, and to know that it, there's like step by step, the little, you know, the muscles that need to be worked to get to that point is crazy. And it, yeah, it's just like going to be slowly. So, I mean, I'd love to say one day I'll be able to do that. And I'm, I guess I'm going to aim for that because <laughs> that would be awesome. But yeah, the calisthenics and like the yoga and all these different, um, different parts of the strengths that we train with they yeah they all kind of complement the other and we're, yeah without the yoga then it's really will be quite hard to be able to you know get in the pro stand or the you know these sort of strength core strength positions mm. so I mean yeah for me I'm like right I need to do more yoga I need to work more calisthenics you know it's, it's, it's not enough training days to ever be able to get, push yourself to get to where you need to go with the strength that's it and, and it's like a rabbit hole you like you're just like oh okay so like I can't get into this position and then someone goes oh well why don't you try this and then you're like oh okay and then it's like well now I need this and it's almost like you find more and more checklists to tick off the yeah. like, further you go down that rabbit hole it's almost like at first I wanted to be able to do a push-up and now I want to do planche so it's just like yeah. how many of these little t tick lists do i need to check off it's like right okay straight arm strength from now i need to look on protraction and now i need to work on like core and now i need to work yeah. on extension and like all these like little bits that you then train um you know separately and then you like practice simultaneously and through all of these like almost little rehearsals for your body it's like building up more and more and more and you know that's why i think that pts are so i mean like you know yourself like but like ben who's like our sort of mutual yeah friend. oh ben ben's incredible a shout out to ben. <laughs> yeah <laughs> shout out to <laughs> shout out to ben lynch pt <laughs> honestly um because he's but, but the thing is you know he always says to me he's just like it took me two years to get this move now think of how many days that is right you're talking what 720 730 days or something in two years that is a very very long time and he often says to me he's just like you know you progress does not come through just kind of like throwing it in every once in a while you've got to consistently practice and, and treat. See that this is, this is something I'm not completely you know I wouldn't say I've ever really really spent a huge amount of time trying to hone in these skills or and so that for me is yeah that's something I need to work on because it, it well here we get strength of mind it's like to be able to focus your mind on something and be that committed that every day or every couple of days for you know two years <laughs> that you have to you know you're training yourself to try and achieve something I mean just to, to stay mentally focused and motivated and determined to do that I mean that is huge amount of strength um and I, I don't know whether whether that's sort of a, a non-typical thing because a, a lot of people start something and they're like well, I want to get fit or do this and then very quickly either revert back to old habits or be like oh no I can't quite be bothered or I can't quite do it. And so, um, yeah, you do wonder whether there's, a, you know, a small minority of people who have that determination or whether everybody can. It's just a case of switching your mind around and finding that inner strength and that inner determination to be like, no, this is what I'm going to do. I think it's, personally, it's um, whether you have the passion for it. Like, because me and you, I feel like we're we're very similar. We both have a passion for movement before I was PT'd by um by by Vince my first PT I was I, I did dance at uni before that I was I was um in every sports team at school and then before that I was in like gymnastics and ballet as a kid I've always moved so it's always been something that I have been passionate about so when I found that I could move in all of these like glorious ways it was like yeah like it's almost like my passion was already sort of halfway there by enjoying movement and I think that if it's say for example if it's for someone's like health benefit if somebody is um in, in like any kind of medical danger because they're over or underweight or something like that then 
the then the motivation then maybe has to come from a different place it has to yeah. come from a place of you know i i need to start looking after my body because this is the only body that i'm going to have mm-hmm. and i think that it's you can find the motivation but where where that motivation roots from i think is 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 different for everyone some people are doing it to like you know people who want to compete in sport that's their motivation right so i've got to be I've got uh, I've got to run on this treadmill every day so I can then run this marathon because I need to train my body to do that whereas I feel like me and you both have the same motivation as in like I love moving and I love to keep my body moving and I love to keep my body healthy um but like I said someone else it might stem from I need to exercise every day because I know that I've got no self-control with food maybe and like if I know yeah. if I don't exercise then I'm I'm going to put all this weight back on I've lost and like or you know um I've, I'm, I've i was severely underweight or i want to be strong and mobile enough to be able to like you know play with my grandkids when when i get older some people have that really long distance focus of i want to be able to be mobile when i get when i get to my older years i want to be able to like swing yeah. my grandkids around and stuff like that um because i think that would be personally for me i think being non-mobile and it and it being through my own doing would be my biggest regret ever you know if it it, it is up to me the way that I treat my body and what I have and if I get to a point where I'm like oh I can't I can't do these these things that I want to do through my own lack of I suppose focus then that yeah. would be that. That'd be a very internal thing for me. That I'd be like, oh, this 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 is because I didn't try, yeah. and 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 through this love of movement, I'm able to keep myself mobile, and that's something I'm really grateful for. You know that I'm a very yeah, I mean, I, I, capable that's person. Part of what I believe in is, yeah, it's it's not necessarily inspiring people to be fit for the sake of you know just being fit. It is if you it's sort of pre- yeah prevention really. So mm-hmm. if you're able to, you don't, you don't want to be get to a certain age and then suddenly you bend over to tie your shoelace and your back goes and then that's it you know you you want you want to prevent those kind of injuries so it's just yeah so it's a bit it's the case of inspiring people just keep moving and keep using your body and not letting it stiffen up and if you're sat on the computer all day then just consciously be like right you know we need to do some exercises that are gonna you know counteract that position and I, I suppose it's a it comes down to a I suppose self-love and a if realizing that yeah you have this body and it's the thing that's getting you through life and and it's having a respect for it and respect respect for yourself to go no I am going to put the time and effort into keeping myself strong and moving and um because it yeah for quality of life and um mental health and everything it's it's like it's the core of living a content and sort of enjoyable life I suppose so yes, yeah, self yeah, self love and whether that is, um, I don't know. Just from my side of things, it's going okay. I'm not going to focus all my energy into the kids at this moment in time. I'm going to step back and say no. I need to look after myself. I need to go and um, have my time and keep my body fit. And then that in itself is the sort of self love. And then um, I'm able to function better as a, as a mother because I'm yeah appreciating what i have and i'm helping myself stay in a better place yeah absolutely no i agree it's it's about like i know that when my when my mental health takes a dip which like i feel like everybody especially during this time has perhaps Mm. felt this like you know this huge anxiety about the unknown and 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 i know that because i have predetermined mental health stuff that I live with that every once in a while I'm going to dip down and you know I might get a bit depressed and a bit anxious and and so on and so forth and I find that when I do dip I don't want to take care of myself it's a really Mm -hmm. weird moment of I know that if I went outside and if I just did 10 minutes of handstands I'd feel tons better but it is this thing of no I don't I don't want to go and take care of myself and that self-love has to come from such a such a positive space I feel like some 
some people that um, I've known and experienced in the past, they use exercise and movement as a way to almost like punish themselves mm-hmm. instead of instead of using it as an expression of love. So I never exercise if I'm in a bad mood or if I'm feeling a bit low. I, I allow myself to have that because I would never then want to associate something that I love so much, like something yeah. that means so much to me and that has brought so much accomplishment and self-confidence. Like you were saying, like, you know, I feel amazing about my body, like um, as a human, as a woman, as, 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 as like an athlete, as everything. And I would never want to associate that with a negative space. So, but I, I do know some people that, 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 that take it, like, let's take it from that negative and just be like, oh yeah, like I'm, you, you know, it, it's almost like a, oh, I, I went and I, I don't know, I ate like five burgers the other day. So I'm going to go into the gym and I'm going to like punish myself yeah. by like doing all these reps. And I don't like everybody has their method, right? And I'm not saying that anybody's method is better than anyone else's or anything like that. Cause to me, like, you know, as long as you're moving, as long as you're getting up and doing stuff, then like for me, that's awesome. But there is something that there's something about connecting it to a positive mindset and and that self-love place that I, that personally I feel is so important. And I would never like use exercise to punish myself. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that that is a really good point. That's something I suppose because I'm so, you know, passionate and fired up about it. I, I do sometimes find it hard to even, imagine it on the flip side as someone who would yeah use it as a a complete escapism you know a way of trying to remove themselves from their minds or remove themselves from the body by just yeah you know getting on the treadmill running 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 and yeah it, it is yeah there's a whole other approach isn't it so definitely something to be um taken into consideration and that yeah especially if I'm from a personal trainer point of view I need to be able to have you know understand where that person's coming from when I'm training them and and yeah try not to judge and try not to assume that just because I get so much fulfillment from exercise some people really really just do not like it do they do not enjoy it they don't want to be doing it and they yeah they they don't they don't want they don't enjoy moving the body they're not comfortable so it's yeah it's trying to engage with that the person and see how can I help them to yes see it as a positive and do something they enjoy that's that's what it is it's enjoyment if, if you're able to find wh- whether it's riding a bike or climbing mountains or um yeah gymnastics or whatever it is that you've got to find that thing you enjoy and that's how you engage with it and then it's not it's not a chore is it it's something that you just love to do and then you get fit or the benefits of exercise through it yeah i mean there are there are some motivations that and I'm gonna be I'm perhaps gonna be a bit careful with how I word it because I wouldn't want anybody to think that I'm 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 slamming anyone's like I said like everybody has their method right everybody has their their motivation and their and their reasoning for for movement but for me I mean I don't know if you feel this but I am I'm I'm a woman that that practices a lot of very strength based exercises right that there is a lot that I do that benefits every part of my body from head to toe whereas I know that there are some motivations for some uh for, for both women and men to only exercise a certain part of their body because they feel that that's how they should look like I see a lot of women doing no upper body at all and literally just using like, you know, um, using isolation exercises that will only target their glutes, for example, because, you mm-hmm. know, they see, they see the women in the music videos that have like this big booty and like everybody goes on about, oh, look at, look at that ass and that sort of thing. So they're like, right, I've got to go to the gym and, I, and I've got to like, you know, on the, um, on the pull up assistance machines where, where you have the step and they're literally just like stepping on it with like one yeah. foot thinking this is going to make my bum big. And, and it's the same with, with guys that don't do lower body and they're just like right I've got to have like big biceps and you'll and you'll see that they'll have like huge arms and then really like thin legs and it's like obviously that's if that's what makes them truly happy I'm not saying that that is wrong in any way but I feel almost um I don't know 
because because I get such a kick out of every part of my body being exercised and and it almost just feels like if there is something that's off balance I mean you tell me like as as a PT is there any danger in just focusing on one specific part and not then like spreading it out or it like is, is there and, and, would that lead to like injury I mean I don't know like I, I don't know I'm not, I'm not gonna claim to know a huge about, about that <laughs> But I mean, I, I suppose in ter- well, in terms of if you're working, overly working one muscle, then the sort of antagonistic muscle is going to mm. become weaker. And so then you, you are going to have imbalances, which potentially will lead to injury. So yes, I would say that you need to try and yeah, work all the muscles in a balanced way. It's, it's even like the concept of you sitting at a chair with your, your shoulders hunched over, you know, you is is your your chest muscles are going to be weaker and so i suppose yeah if you do overwork one side of part of the body then yeah it it potentially could um yeah lead to injuries down the line but i suppose Mm -hmm. that is that well is that it's the idea of the the perfect body image isn't it i mean where where are people getting these ideas from i'm assuming yeah social media and it's yeah I'm, I'm plastered with it every day I don't know about you but my algorithm is like you like fitness stuff why don't you watch this lady with a humongous booty doing these booty <laughs> exercises and I'm like I'm not being funny but like I, I'm, I'm not about that and like you know yeah. uh, like I was saying about motivation if they want to go into the gym and work any part of their body, I mean, obviously the, the, the injury is like a concern in my mind, just as like an empathic person anyway, that's like, Oh honey, I'm like, you might get an injury cause you're only doing one bit. But the other side of that concern is the motivation for going in there purely stemming from, this is how I think other people like, this is what other people think I should look like. And then that's what I want to slot myself into. Like, I don't know like that really makes me so upset that they can't just I don't know go on this journey we've gone on watch our bodies grow as they're naturally intended to because we're exercising everything and then like being like oh this is my body and I love it so much look how awesome it is but instead they go that they're trying to fit this such tiny um like almost like a clown house mirror mold like I, I like and it it really just does make me feel I, I just want to give him a big cuddle like do you know yeah, what I mean like I mean, you don't have to do this it's fine like your body is beautiful exactly yeah, as it is yeah, right? you've got and like yeah give you give yourself the space and the freedom to just yeah be in your body because everybody's shape is different and trying to change your amazing thighs to like these thick thin thighs that you know it's it's you have these your legs just work with them like don't try yeah. and I mean, I don't know. I mean, from my perspective, I wouldn't say I'm massively involved with social media or I've never really overly been, you know, followed things. And, and, so, and so I sort of feel, I, I personally, I don't think I've been drawn too much into that side of things. But I don't know. I, th- I think there is a shift, though, because the stuff I follow on Instagram, it's, you know, it's, it's really buffed up women, you know, beyond way beyond the kind of muscles I've got. Like it's, it's, there seems to be a, you know, for women to be strong nowadays is actually, it's kind of like the new thing almost, I'd say. Hallelujah. Like, hallelujah. (laughs) Actually, I've got so many um, women I follow and, you know, they're properly solid. They've got, you know, real good definition. They've got, you know, muscles all over them. And it's like, yes, come on. You know, why, why should we have to look stick thin? Like, why, why can't we have these big muscles and you know the, the sometimes you, you get comments of the guys saying you know you, you look too blokey and your, your legs look too solid and it's like well why why what is wrong what who are you to comment on the shape of my body like why can't exactly. I let my body go as big and bulky and huge as I want like you know it's my body yeah. and I love the fact that there are women out there these, nowadays who are just saying no I'm going to be strong and there's you know it's nothing wrong with that it's like I'm going to own what I've got and I'm going to work with what I've got like why should I try and transform to be fit in this little image of what you think a woman should look like and this is it and like who even said who was the person that turned around and went right women can't have biceps that's the rule now lads that that is the that that is the standard yeah like I mean I'm not being funny right like 
I'll have to maybe edit this out if Ben's not comfortable with going in. <laughs> but like, you know, sometimes, um, you know, he'll like, we'll just be like, I don't know, hanging out, doing whatever. And like, he'll catch either like a bicep or a back muscle and he'll go, oh, babe, your biceps, <laughs> your biceps are looking super strong today. And I'll send him like little like... You know, normal girlfriends might send pictures of them in their bra and pants like, oh, hey, babe, how's it going? Me, I'm like, look at my triceps. Look at them. (laughs) But even then, why did I just put on that man voice for that? Yeah. I just caught myself doing that. And I was like, why? Why can't I be like, babe, look at my triceps. Look at them. They're so strong. (laughs) Like, where, who said that specific um, body parts being bigger or smaller was either aesthetically pleasing or attractive or like anything like that who made that rule because i want to turn around and i want to tell them to (laughs) bother off right (laughs) because it has affected so many women in so many different ways feeling that they have to fit into a certain body shape or yeah look a certain way i mean it's it's so debilitating and it's so demoralizing and um yeah to, to be judged by your body is just it's just not nice it's not what you want you want to be judged for you as a person not whether your ass is huge or you know yeah exactly it it doesn't it doesn't define who you are and I said I mean I do hope for all those people who have perhaps started off from that place I mean I know when when you're younger you do get a lot more influence and you feel that you need to be a certain way but I I really hope that those those people maybe started off at that point of of doing it for their physical looks are, are, are coming around to realizing hang on you know what was the point why am i why am i do- spending hours in the gym trying to make get to this point of so-called perfection when actually it's not making me happy it's not getting me anywhere in terms of my self-confidence so um yeah you hope that people will be on that journey and come around and say no actually okay you know I, I can be happy with myself as I am and then working from that point of using their bodies in a positive way and using their their strength in a positive way that's just going to enhance their lives rather than making this ne- negative cycle of you know trying to reach this ridiculous idea of it was the expectation of being a certain way isn't it it's and and that's what we want to yeah that's what we want to try and encourage well my my daughter for example like she's 10 the perfect age where there's so much, so much outside, so many outside influence that potentially could get her mind going down one track of no, I need to be a certain way. And it's like, I'm constantly trying to say to her that you just have to be yourself. Like you, you don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to like a certain thing. Um, but it's, I mean, it's incredibly hard because the influences, I, I don't know, social media and friends and peer pressure, they're very strong when they, you know, they do sink into her thought pattern very easily you know a mother what I say doesn't really seem to sink in in the same way but so it's and it, it's a worry I do I do feel a worry about for her future in, in that respect but I'm hoping that you know I can slowly build up the self-confidence and just keep showing her that no you, you are amazing as you are don't need to change anything and just try and reinforcing that point then hopefully down the line she'll get to a stage where she's like no I can be myself it doesn't matter so much what I look like and just be yeah content in who she is so yeah yeah no and, and and you know what like I have that hope for everyone I hope that everybody I mean like we're human right so that there's going to be parts of ourselves that maybe we don't like as much as other parts that's fine like we don't have to love every single thing or every single attribute that we have physically personality wise or or whatever but the main thing is is that realizing that the skin that you're in is 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 the one that you're going to have for like the rest of your life so it's almost this you know making peace with this is what i have and i'm okay with it like yeah it's, it's no. being okay isn't it you don't yeah. have to be completely adoring of yourself it's just saying i am okay that's one thing i get my daughters to try and say i am okay and, and, okay and i am enough and, and that's yeah. the thing it's like i am yeah. good enough the way that i am and if you know i want to do something that benefits me that should be my choice nobody else's and then mm-hmm. and, and there's this quote that um i was watching a queer eye the other day it's one of my like favorite like happy programs to watch and someone said that um, life is about progress, not perfection. And that quote really stuck yeah. with me. <laughs> and immediately I messaged Ben like, you're going to love this. <laughs> but um, no, it's in, and, and isn't that so true? Like 
for me okay yeah I'm like working towards like certain skills and calisthenics but it's all about the journey that's what I'm enjoying I'm enjoying getting there not not necessarily reaching that point like as soon as I can hold a I don't know like a handstand for 10 seconds I'm not gonna go right that's it now I've done the thing it'll be okay what's next what's next and like that's and and I feel like you know if I could only drill it into every single young person's head you know, it's not about being perfect. It's not about trying to copy what everybody else is doing. And I know that's how every like young person and teenager feels because I know I went through the exact same thing. Yeah. But, like as you grow into yourself and grow older and perhaps like, you know, make a few mistakes and perhaps like do try and fit a mold and then realize it doesn't make you happy and then come back out of that and really analyze yourself only then perhaps do we after kind of like dipping our toe in the water we go actually no like I want to go to my own pool I don't want to be in this one and you know progress not perfection life is a journey a journey yes I love that I mean yeah it's I love the idea of life being a journey because I mean it is and I suppose coming back to the idea of um strength and inner strength Mm. I mean that building up an inner strength where you do come to the point of being content with yourself I mean that in that in itself is a a huge journey because you can yeah you can experience something and maybe you made mistakes um, and then it's being able to get okay I see I made that mistake and then changing your ways and not just going down the route of I got to you know meet everyone's expectations I can say no I have a choice here I can step back and say no I've got the inner strength and the knowledge now to go okay I'm going to go a different route I'm going to make different decisions I'm going to take control of my life and make it work for me the way I want it to work and I think that understanding that concept in itself of having an an inner guidance and inner strength that you use on a day-to-day basis to help you make the decisions I mean I don't know I mean in terms of my spiritual journey like I'd say I'm sort of at the beginning of it now but it's that realization of yeah I am in control of my life my body my decisions and it's so empowering it's like I feel so much stronger and so much um well yeah more empowered to make positive decisions in my life because I know I'm not just going with the flow I'm not um being pulled in different directions just because of what's going on around me I can be the one that says no I I know myself I know this isn't good for me or that's not good for me and I'm going to take my own path and that yeah that's not saying you know I don't make mistakes but it's just having that that inner strength it's taps into everything really it's it's game changer and so that 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 for me has been alongside the physical strength has been the growth of the inner strength and somehow they're just yeah timing wise they've just come together and maybe that's why I'm like boom I'm at this moment in my life where I just feel energized and I feel like I'm I'm doing what I should be doing I've, I've reached that point of like I'm happy in myself I'm like woo woo so yeah I'm on fire that's, that's amazing <laughs> when you hear it I'm like oh, that is amazing that. yeah I live for that like that's and and that's where and, and I feel like as as like the human condition that's where we all want to be we yeah. all want to be just happy and content in ourselves and like find where we're supposed to be but really is it looking inward and going you know what, like, I could, I can, I can, I can say no to this thing that I don't want to do, and that's fine, like, I can have a reason for not wanting to go to, like, it's such a simple thing as um, the strength of will to just realise who you are, and that's fine, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I used to feel like I had to go to every social gathering I was invited to, because if I didn't, then that meant I was, like, letting people down and whatnot, and now, I mean, luckily as well, I have, like, an awesome group of friends, I, if they invite me to something, well, I mean, like, you know, pre-COVID, if they would have invited me to something, and I didn't want to go, because I was feeling a bit tired, like, sorry guys, I'm a bit tired, I'm gonna get an early night, see you later, bye, or not even apologize for it actually just be like i'm not gonna come have a good time and not feel bad about it because yeah I, that's it I, isn't I, it i would say no i have that power to you know make decisions for myself and go hmm, you know what like this thing isn't making me happy so instead of holding on to it and hoping it's gonna change i'm gonna get rid of it <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. 
and it really is it sounds so simple but it's something that I feel I mean I don't know like in my personal life it's taken me so long to try and grasp at it and I feel like I'm still working on you know that little internal inner strength which then seeps out into other things and and fuels the outer strength and then that maybe feeds in and yeah the, the physical journey for sure has helped me I suppose like you know we were talking about how being strong and like changing your body shape and whatever makes you feel more confident then I feel like with that confidence comes the inner strength to turn around and go no I don't want to do that thank you very much like sort of thing do, do you know yeah, what I mean so like they, they feed yeah. into each other in that sort of way well thank you so much for coming and being part of the discourse table Lucy I've had such a wicked conversation with you about strength and all sorts of stuff so thank yeah, you thanks so for much. asking me considering that you hardly really knew me so thank you for trusting that I might have something okay to say I mean like my instincts were correct like <laughs> but no thank you're very welcome and thank you so much so um where can people come and find you if they want to say hello or like drop you a message or anything like that okay i don't have a massive um content that i put out there but i do i do have an instagram account so it's ignite underscore power underscore fitness lou so find me on instagram there and i'd also just like to um just put a little advert there for um, Stealth Black Belt Academy which is the karate club that I go to in Colville and if anyone's in that local area they are brilliant so um, look them up for kids and for teens and adults as well they're a very inclusive club so um, yeah so if you did want to just say hi I'd love to hear from you um, so yeah drop me a message if you fancy that through Instagram thank okay. you fantastic I'll also put your Instagram handle in the description of the episode as well so if people want to like copy and paste it then they can do um, and yeah like I said before, thank, thanks for coming on and uh, I hope you have a wonderful Sunday and I'll speak to you soon. <laughs> yes, all right then. Bye okay. for now. Bye.